Howdy, everybody, and welcome to yet another thrilling edition of the Black Anime Nerds podcast. I'm Max, and I'm joined by my esteemed guests, Miss Danique Brooks. Hello. Mr. Aaron Coutte. Hi, everybody. Mr. Nemo Bradley. What's going on, yeah? And Mr. Seku Barit. Hey, what's up? Welcome back. Glad you guys could join us. Um, we've got we've got a bit to talk about. Um, most notably, the latest episode of uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, which really uh, it's kind of a, a game changer for for the series in a lot of ways. Yeah, episode twelve, titled "To You Someday." I'll read the synopsis really quick. Um, Mahito definitely uses Yoshino's admiration towards him to make him fight Itadori. Yoshino races towards vengeance, and Itadori exchanges blows with him to try and make him explain his motive, which leads to him learning the cruel truth from Yoshino's lips. That's when Mahito creeps up beside them and... Dot, dot, dot. Um, man, I mean, this episode really kind of made you feel... Uh, the weight of the uh, series in a lot of ways, the kind of the gritty nature of the series. Um, uh, Seiku, what did you think of the latest episode? Man, it was definitely a tense episode. Um, Itadori got his first rage episode, and I was like, dang, this is um, much sooner than most MCs get it. <laughs> they usually get it in like their third, um, fifth story arcs, but yeah, he got it on the 12th episode, and it was great. Freaking Sukuna. Oh, man, that dude is just... <laughs> <laughs> that man is a troll. <laughs> like, I do like how um, they show the, the artist how to express that. Sukuna is not like the trump card that... Um, Everyone, most animes will have the you know demon inside be like the fix all issues, you know. So that was pretty cool to see. Um, Mahito, God, he is de- definitely what you will call the definition of innate um, evil because he shows no remorse, just straight up. Oh yeah, I know I was pretending we was friends, but let me just. Yep, now you're dead. <laughs> and just laughed at him. Just laughed at Itadori. It's the fact that he laughed at him. That's what got me, you know? <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a very emotional episode for sure. And next week, I'm definitely excited to see this teamwork between Yuji and Nanami. Because Nanami was, is definitely one of the my favorite characters so far. Yeah, that was that was quite the cliffhanger, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um. Aaron, what, what did you think of episode 12? Man, when they put a Junpei in the OP, I, was, I knew people were going to be like, yeah, they're going to become buddies. <laughs> and it's like, they in fact did not become buddies. Like, I like, I did like the fact they kind of yanked that out from us, but uh, Mahito's made himself a great villain. And I really liked how Sakuna talked to Mahito. It was a very boss-like moment, like... A certain level of implied threat, you know? Like, why are you even touching me? There were one scene I really liked that was really just kind of haunting is when Sakuna and Mahito laughed at Yuji. Seeing that animated made it a lot more eerie. So I was even more impressed with that. But also props to Sakuna for putting Mahito in his place. He's like, I'm evil, but I can't beat his ass. 
So I need to feel back. Feel back. But yeah, so that was a big moment for me. And I definitely felt it when you just said, I will kill you. It felt very definitive. Yeah, I, uh, like you said, that was quite the pump fake they pulled uh, with the OP, you know. We're just used to openings, you know, being being pretty uh, spoiler heavy and, um, you know, giving us little tidbits on what to expect from that group of episodes. And, uh, yeah, they definitely... Uh, <laughs> Differed from expectations this time. Danique, what did you think of episode 12? So, I was heartbroken. <laughs> and, okay, so here's the thing. So, way back on the episode when Yuji first died, I was like, nope. And I went to the manga. So, I had to jump ahead because, <laughs> what? What? No. So, I knew this was coming. And, in a way, the anticipation was there, more or less. But if anyone saw me in discussion posts, you know, because I also did it when I commented on the anime on the streaming that I was on too, it was Junpei's death was made somehow more devastating. I was like, maybe it was because they they just made the, the anime, just, I mean, the manga just kind of went straight through it. Like, yeah, this is what happened. But the anime dragged that out. You, you, you saw the moment where he realized he couldn't trust Mahito anymore. You, you saw that moment in his eyes, that realization that he might not get out. Like, he was scared. He might have, he might have sort of hoped that maybe, but no, no, that, that's when you realized, oh, crap. And it's just like, that's just more sad. You know, it's just like, oh, it's like, oh, hey, bad enough, you gotta kill his mom, you gotta kill him too. No, you gotta, you gotta make us have his regret, that regret where he questions and wonders. Terrible. Um, aside from that, though, the action was, uh, you know, out there, more or less. It's, um, me, uh, being the manga aside, it was like, you know, I was I was always thinking, you know, that you know, Sukuna like made the pact. Like they tried to make it uh, mystic, um, vague and stuff. But the moment uh, Yuji told Gojo, I don't remember. I was like, well, that was the pact because because the second terms of the pact was that Yuji remember nothing. So when he asked, so when he asked for help, I knew it's like I knew I knew it was gonna like it, it just wasn't going to be how it was supposed to, you know, because, you know, the way Sukuna had it was like he wanted to come out on his terms. It makes me wonder now what his terms are going to be. I mean, so I might need to see if I'm going to go ahead in the manga or not because I, I I paused uh, at what the, um, the, the event where all the other students are and I haven't gotten past that because I got distracted. But, yeah, it's, um, you know, just the, the uh, you know, the laughing part was the same as ever and yeah and that was terrible it's uh you know like if i were like all those other people when they talk about movies and stuff i would be very mad at junichi suave because he's playing a terrible person i think it was, I think it was the main, main role i've heard him actually like play like a not so nice person everybody else is either sundere or just pretty boy you know that's just that's all i've heard from him so far so this is this is new to me um <laughs> and you know, and then the rest was just angst ridden. It's, so that guy's it's got kind of a more brutal shonen, I guess, because you know, you because 
it might not have got the wholesome, uh, reluctant uh, teamwork thing. They, they were just like, no. But they had the rage moments. Every show that has a rage moment, do it. And <laughs> and so and so we're like already there. there. We we are already there. Um, and yeah, so that was pretty good. And you know, and uh, you can take a beating. Not quite a tank, but he's he's making his way up there, and we're learning more about his character. He's gonna he's gonna be our Mister So Sacrificing Boy at some point or another. So they're gonna, they're really gonna have to watch him. And so, you know, aside from that, this is just really good, and I'm just looking forward to the rest. And, and I'm also curious about the opening. Where I realize 24 episodes, so we have 12 more to go, and this is around the time we start getting a new opening. So, wonder what that's going to be about. Yeah. And yeah, this one was so uh, almost like universally. Uh, liked i mean they've got their work cut out for them in that department that's for sure mr bradley what was your take on episode 12 man man well uh i gotta tell you man just seeing uh not the means pop up at the end like right when he did with uh ug full of holes and like <laughs> with them head but I, I was sitting there watching i was like man tangible be proud boy can he go in the world you're talking about pow 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 just hitting him over his head button him over and over again and i i don't know it's just something about this show that's that's really gritty and like gruesome like dude produced spikes out of his manipulation thing and like pierced you just hands and you just like screw this i'm still gonna do what i gotta do and yank his ass all the way across the map <laughs> so it's just like a whole lot of like it's a whole lot of intensity and the, and the, and the momentum from the intensity shifts because it's, it's it'll be like really comedic or really lighthearted at one point and then next thing you know like when he told laughing but he's also firing deadly projectiles at things and <laughs> crumbling and, and it, it, it's just a mix of, of different emotions that you feel and uh, as uh Danique pointed out the 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 rage moment where you know you can only see half of Yuji's face and he's like I pay attention to the dialogue a lot like that's why I watch even like dubs I watch with the subs on because I'm like I like to read so like him saying like I said this from my gut with a feeling that was so real that I felt like everything else I said in my life was a lie I was like man I felt that like good lord you know and, and then he said what he said he said I'm okay and like he probably did realize the difference between saying I'm gonna exercise you and kill you, but I think he intentionally said I'm gonna kill you because he 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 want me. He told him no, like you gonna feel this one, bro. Like you gonna feel this all the way. Like, and I'm 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 not familiarized with the manga, so I don't know what happens next. I'm just sitting here on the edge of my seat, swaying back and forth, and eating popcorn and enjoying myself, man. I really don't have too much else to say about it because, like, I really don't know what's coming next, but I'm excited to find out. I don't pay attention to the OPs, to be honest with you. I listen to the music, but sometimes I'll be, like, doing my workout or something real quick while the OP plays, so I, I don't really pay attention. So I don't, like, get the spoilery vibe from the OPs for that reason. But... I'm having fun just, you know, like watching it every week and just being surprised and seeing how the story unfolds. Cause it's always, it's always a different vibe. It's always a different vibe, but I I am thoroughly enjoying myself and I hope everybody else is watching, which I'm pretty sure everybody else watching is, is enjoying it as well. But those are my thoughts. 
Definitely. Um, you guys summed it up so well that I feel like I kind of have a tough act to follow, but I mean, I, I pretty much agree with what you guys said. I mean, I feel like this, this episode really, um, got me invested. Like I was enjoying it so far, but, um, I was still waiting on like that one thing to really, uh, really get me hooked. And, um, that was this episode for me. Like I'm a real big fan of, um, subversions. And, um, so it it was great to see the kind of, like you guys mentioned, um, in, in most shonen or most series with the kind of a demon inside slash hidden power inside trope. Like, yeah, that would be the moment where Yuji kind of just goes like ape shit and like save, saves the day or whatever. But, um, I really like that they kind of, uh, pulled a fast one on Yuji in the audience by, uh, saying, Nope, not, not this time. It works a little bit differently here. Um, so that was great to see. I thought the voice acting was great. It was super cool to see two of my favorite VAs uh, uh, voice content in one episode with Shrude and uh, Sawabi, both in one episode. I mean, can't ask for much more than that. Um, and Mojito is shaping up to be a really uh, interesting, interesting villain who's kind of... It's just weird to think that he's still basically like an infant and uh, he's still growing. And uh, his fascination with UG grew in this episode. Like, he, it seems like he's not really, I mean, he's uh, kind of invested in both UG and uh, uh, Sakuna now, kind of realizing that UG is, is his foil in a lot of ways. So I'm excited. Um, it was a fun first core of the, of the uh, season. Um, I like that they made the decision to inject uh, more lightheartedness into the uh, presentation of the show with the little, like, one-minute extras. I feel like that was smart to kind of uh, add a little bit extra dimension to, uh, to a lot of these characters, especially the villains. Um, I'm looking forward to what's next. I'm I'm an anime only at this point, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing how it shakes out. Um, I'm still like I still am kind of confused on like like uh, the power system and like the the, the durability of some of these characters. Um, I guess explain because I'm kind of a bit more because yeah, Yuji's definitely a physical specimen but he's also very much uh swiss cheese at this point in the story so it's just interesting how he's he's still mostly functional i guess raw i'm guessing it's it's the it's the the classic uh example of uh he's just built different yeah that's a good way to put it well it could be that or it could be just you know I mean, because Sukuna's with him at all times, too. Like, it's not like he goes on vacation when he's not, like, present and, and manifested and stuff. So he's probably, like, pulling a string or two from the inside to keep shit from falling out of that, I guess, if that makes it. I mean, that's just where my mind goes. Like, Sukuna's rather like, if I just let him die, then all this was for nothing. So maybe I'll, you know, 
keep the blood pumping to his heart for a little bit longer. Maybe that's got something to do with it. But yes, UG is like tanky, tanky, like super durable. I, I don't know what the, what that is. What what's about that? Well, um, uh, any other thoughts regarding the episode or the first uh, core of the season? It's been pretty strong, and it's only going to get stronger. I love the fact that it's been so well done in another hit series to help propel Jujutsu Kaisen into that, you know, same realm as other hits map was done. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned that. I mean, um, Shonen Jump really needed this one to to hit, and it definitely has. Um, you know, anime adaptations good ones at least like that's what they do they kind of just boost the the popularity and the brand of the franchise and um Jujutsu Kaisen uh in terms of manga sales is is doing great I mean they're selling better than any manga not named Demon Slayer it's been pretty impressive so far like it's looking like Jujutsu Kaisen is on pace to to uh sell over 10 million uh copies in 2021 and maybe even more than that. So Shonen Jump definitely has another hit on its hands. Uh, MAPPA's done a great job. The only thing with MAPPA is I wonder, I just wonder um, if they'll stay invested in Jujutsu Kaisen or if it will be uh, sent off to another studio. I mean, we're still a a long ways away from figuring that out, but um, hopefully it can stick with MAPPA. And hopefully MAPPA doesn't uh, disintegrate before that happens. Well, isn't MAPPA Chainsaw Man? They are. Um, But uh, it's just been interesting following the growth of MAPPA and the growth, the number of projects they're taking on (laughs) is very uh, unmaintainable, I guess you would say. Um, Oh, spreading themselves too thin. I I get what you're saying, kind of. Yeah. in, in total, uh, MAPPA has uh, produced eight anime series this season, which for a studio of its size, Ooh. a lot. Like Just for the fall season? Yeah, that's for, a lot. For, for 2020. So, oh, for 2020. Okay, just for 2020. Well, that's still a lot for in one year, but I mean, yeah. Yeah, just, just two years ago, they I think they only produced like two or three. More than double now. Yeah, that, that's... That's that's it. A lot of growth. Yeah, and and just this se- fall season alone, they're producing three series. They're, pro- they're uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, the Gymnastic Samurai, and uh, Attack on Titan season four are all produced by produced by Mappa. So it's um, kind of concerns a, a lot of people in the. Uh, like animation community, like um, from basically what we've heard is the conditions that uh, the staffs on these show are like enduring is not good, even for like Japan, which obviously, as many of us know, is notorious for overworking and like underpaying uh, staffs. So hopefully 2021 is a lot more uh, stable for MAPPA and hopefully they don't run their workers into the ground. But uh yeah, I mean, safe to say Jujutsu Kaisen's like the most, it's probably the most popular series of the fall season. I'm not really including 
Attack on Titan with, with the fall just because it started so close to the winter. I think so. So, yeah, I mean, with that being said, um, as part of the, the fall season, uh, Black Anime Nerds, we conducted our um, uh, the first section of our fall anime awards, and that was the uh, best best OP and best ED of the fall season. We had, uh, we enlisted the polls and uh, the group has spoken and uh, it's definitely a Jujutsu Kaisen uh, season. Um, Kai Kai Kitan and um, Kai, Kai Kai Kitan by Eve won the award for uh, best fall opening and uh, Lost in Paradise by Ali featuring uh, Aklo, Aklo won uh, best ED. For uh, uh, openings, um, Touch of Liberty by Fire Force. Um, I mean, Touch of Liberty from uh, Fire Force Season 2. And uh, Koi no Uta by You Know Me featuring Akari Kito uh, finished, placed second and third in the OP awards. And uh, Break by Uru um, from the Yashihime anime. And uh, Let's Climb by the... Uh, Hanamiya uh, Climbing Club from the Sports Climbing Girls anime finished second and third for our best EDs. Uh, So yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen dominated both categories, but um, what were uh, some of your guys' thoughts on on the results of the polls? (laughs) (laughs) Danique just laughed. Disappointed. For me, I was very <laughs> disappointed. Not 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 at uh, Jujutsu Kaisen winning. Jujutsu Kaisen deserved the at least the ending top place, no doubt about it. What I'm disappointed in is my high Q fans. You know, awesome. dang well, high Q one day should have made top three for the ending. <laughs> that shit was That's emotional it. as hell. Who <laughs> bumped that song? Spy Air. Come on, guys. Spires is like legendary. We come, we coming back next season. We coming back. Seiko, we coming back strong next season. Okay. I felt like we only had like two votes, but hey, I don't know. <laughs> <Probably> just <laughs> <Aaron>. <laughs> we had we had four, I think. <laughs> we had, we had a number, but it's all right. It's all right. Um, the, the, um, this season had a lot of bangers. I voted for like eight songs. Like we had a lot of bangers. I was just, I just kind of really want to haiku one day to show out, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Danique, I know, I know you, uh, giggled a, a little bit earlier. What were your thoughts on? Uh, oh, oh, it was just kind of just, kind of, I, this happens like a wash. Like, see, like, I do think, and maybe like for the future, if you're an anime that like you like or whatever, you can pimp them out more because uh, Tony Kawa did okay in the beginning. Yeah. And it's like, I actually thought it was going back to back for a minute, and then suddenly, like, a mob drowned JJK, and that was it. But like, for a while, it was. It was doing okay. Like I, I think people who are like, "Oh, hey, you know, this sounds all right. Let's vote for this too." And then it got swamped. And you know, and you know, we already talked about that. There were people who 
they are not as diligent as myself and do not go to YouTube and spend the next 10 minutes going through every opening and ending trying to figure out, is this okay? And I don't like this one. Actually, this is all right. Or anything. So that's the thing. But yeah, it was, it's, it was, it, but it was pretty bad. It was like, um, I, I think a lot of the, like some of the comments, um, I'm looking at it now, is that some of the comments themselves are kind of funny because you mean like there are so many people who are just like, like why bother voting? You know, JJK is going to win. It was like, oh, it's <laughs> that you're trying. Yeah. And, so, and it's like, then sadly they were right, but you know, it's, it, it actually looked like something, you know, at least, at least the opening, the ending kind of, the ending was kind of iffy, you know, and I think I listened to half of them. And then when I came back, JJK was already like 60 votes. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I don't Damn. Know now. Right. I would say that, you know, I mentioned before, I didn't know that Black Clover actually counted this season. So I'm actually glad that it was at least in fourth place because Everlasting Shine is awesome and I can sing it all day. <laughs> Very good. It was like, hey, some people are at least paying attention to that. Um, yeah, so it's pretty good. Um, yeah, so I, so it's, it's not, it's not a bad go as far as anything else that I kind of, as far as anything that's, I don't think shouldn't be high. It's you know because I like everything up in the top four. So um, I would probably, I'm a, I'm, I'm a little unsure about. Dragon Quest, things I got fifth place. But I actually like the openings. The endings were their their own sort of thing. Yeah. The Dragon Quest ending was kind of it's like a different vibe because like you know, like the stereotype of the openings being super like upbeat or whatever, and then usually <laughs> the endings are like doom and gloom. But um the Dragon Quest ending is actually pretty uh pretty like like optimistic i feel like it's, the song style is kind of uh it almost reminded me of like like uh japanese like weezer sort of like a very like kind of grungy um vibe to it <laughs> that's kind of different that i feel like you don't hear mm-hmm. a lot of uh eds these days so that's what i kind of liked about yeah the dragon i loved it because it reminded me of a what t- 2010s um t- t- seasonal animes that's how those endings usually sound like so i was like man this is taking it back <laughs> <laughs> yeah i um man and you know i i i stumped pretty hard for tony kawa so i, I was pretty let down mm-hmm. i made i made a uh Tony Kawa stump post that got 50 likes on it. And uh, I didn't even get 50 votes in the poll. Yeah. I'm like, where's, where's the loyalty? Where, where, why is this not translating? What's going on? So I was pretty <laughs> bummed. Um, but I mean, I'm glad I at least got top three. So it moves on. Um, I was hoping it would be able to hold on to uh, number two, but Fire Force passed it. But honestly, considering, I mean, you guys know how the group is. It Mm -hmm. slants very heavily towards, uh, like, Battle Shonen. And for, like, a super cute, wholesome 
rom-com anime to have an OP that places third overall. Or, like, in the grand scheme of things, that's pretty good. Uh, so I'll take it. I mean, would I have liked it to be number one? Yeah, but this is, that was fine. Um, I know Seiku mentioned Haikyuu. Were there any, uh, were there any uh, surprises that you guys saw? Like, um, considering how many people like Inuyasha EDs and, and uh, Yashihime's uh, uh, ending was, was pretty good, I thought. I, I was kind of yeah. surprised. I expected more. I expected Jujutsu Kaisen to still win, but I was expecting more Yashihime votes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was expecting to be a bit closer. Well, I can say one thing that surprised me. Like, the, the polls themselves, the way the polls came out did not surprise me. Like, when I was looking at the the, the top vote-getters, I was like, yeah, seems about, seems legit. But one thing that did surprise me was that the openings for both Moriarty the Patriot and Noblesse, like, received absolute, almost, like, no love whatsoever. And I thought both of those OPs were absolute like smash like straight up banging but i i guess i don't know i just have a really peculiar sense of taste in music or something but i i don't know i figured at least a couple other people in the group were watching them so we get a couple of votes but when i saw it like i, I don't think breaking dawn had but like maybe one or two and i don't i don't think i even saw any votes for moriarty's opening when i when i looked but yeah i definitely i mean I I would recommend you download those songs to your Spotify playlist if 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 you know like you were into like openings and have a playlist like that like I see a lot of people in the group have playlists with openings and J-pop and stuff like that I would definitely recommend those songs for those but I don't know they just didn't seem to catch the ear of the group so that did surprise me but I wasn't like shocked by the results of the poll. Yeah. <laughs> um I will say another Another one though that was kind of a surprise to me um was uh Sport Climbing Girls uh finished third in, in the E D poll. I didn't understand that. But when I look at the numbers, people who voted, then I'm like, okay, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, like in so I I vote I voted for that one. Um mm-hmm. like I've watched the anime like like it's fun. Like it, it's, it's a sports shonen that's very, that kind of sticks to the, sticks to the tropes, but it's kind of cool to just see a different kind of unique sport being, being portrayed or whatever. But um, I thought the ending was pretty groovy. I didn't really care much for the, the opening, but uh, the, the ending was fun. Uh, but that being said, I, I didn't think it was uh third place in the, the best fall ed uh poll fun but um i'm glad to see that i'm glad to see that a um sports anime uh featuring an all-girls cast uh perform well it's kind of it's kind of funny that that that's the sports series that ranks so high when um iq unfortunately did not i actually think I'm looking now. Um, yeah, Gymnastic Samurai got more votes than Haikyuu did for the ED, which is interesting. 
yeah, shout out to Sport Climbing Girls for a, a pretty good performance. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, like Nemo said, Alpha, uh, which is the Moriarty, Moriarty the Patriot uh, ED, uh, finished tie finished tied for fourth. So that one did decent decent business. I felt like. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't. Uh... I didn't. I don't think I saw that part about the EDs, but I was a uh, the OP dying wish. I don't know. It's just something about that that the the way that choir and the the, the orchestral sounds kind of blend together. It just really like I don't know. It, it was just something different about it because it's like really orchestral and dramatic. But and it, but it's it like it drew me in, and I was like, oh no, maybe there's other people here. It draw them in, but people was like, nah, I'm good. So I, it's, it's fine. <laughs> like it is what it is, but <laughs> no, nah, uh, I'm definitely glad to hear the ED came in fourth. But uh, yeah, not nah, like Dying Wish and uh, Breaking Dawn were just two really good songs from the shows that I watched this season. I was just like, man, I wish other people liked this kind of music so I could talk about it with them. But it's cool. I, I'll talk to myself about it for a little longer. <laughs> I also think it's ironic that the the name for the uh, Noblesse, uh, was it the OP? Is that the Bre- Breaking Dawn one? Yeah, Breaking Dawn. That that is yeah because they're like vampires, right? Like that show is like twelve open um twelve episodes of just like conundrum. Like is is completely like yeah. undead things like slice each other open and talking shit and battling and stuff but then like it goes to a scene where Rizel's sitting in front of a bowl of ramen and everybody's high-fiving and it's just like the most wholesome shit you've ever seen in your life and I just right. don't know where the switch flips with that show but it's, it's really engaging for doing that we're in, the, we're in the early part so it's gonna stay that way for a bit but it'll keep that a uh, balance for a good while. I, I definitely appreciate No Bless because after GBIA, I was losing faith in uh, Crunchyroll Originals, but No Bless definitely brought me back around to the Crunchyroll Original team side because, man, GBIA, don't nobody deserve that, brother. Don't yeah, nobody. I mean, it had, every, it had so much going for it, and then it I just. I would wish that on my worst enemy. Ooh, shit the bed. <laughs> hey, it's not going to be as bad as uh, X Arm is about to be. That show is about to be terrible. What was what, what show is that? X Arm. Um, maybe like a month ago, I posted the the trailer. Um, it's hello, it's, hello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they decided to do three <laughs> D. Anime like CG animation, but it's yeah. really really bad. Like, like it's it's like bad bad. I, like mobile games look better. <laughs> no, like no joke. Like, damn, <laughs> dang. See, and I see. I kind of take that as a challenge because GBIT had some of the worst CGI I've ever seen in my life. Like, I was I was I, skeptical of Jujutsu Kaisen CGI monsters because of the. the crappy stuff I saw in GPIate. So if y'all say it is that bad, I might just peep it just to see to compare mm-hmm. to see which one is worse. But you said you say it's called X arm? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, X arm. Yeah, I keep a lookout for it. Oh man. Yeah. That, 
that should be interesting. Um, but yeah, we uh, best OP and ED polls are in the books. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen performed well. We'll see if it. Uh, we'll see if they'll be able to pull off the the sweep. Um, I want to say uh, um, the last series to pull off. Um, the sweep of the poles was, I believe, Tower of God um, in the spring, and then uh, Demon Slayer um, spring of uh, 2019. So um, we'll see what happens. Um, in the meantime, uh, we'll, we'll be rolling out our poll, the remainder of our polls next week. Um, we'll have one poll for best male character, best boy, basically, um, best girl, and um, anime of the season. Yeah, I mean, before those polls roll out, um, do you guys have any uh, predictions? Do you think uh, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen? Kojo, best boy. (laughs) Probably. Landslide winner. Best girl. (laughs) So here's my thing with best girl i've noticed a trend like gosh what, what was her name who was uh god maki girl oh oh um what's her name what's her name what's her mira? Name? i should know this mira yeah so she wasn't her role was like diminished in the oh yeah but somehow she's like dominant diminished. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. so i have the but the thing is with J- jujutsu kaisen there's two girls who have some spotlight so which but, is the group going to gravitate? But the not, main girl or Maki? But I don't think they... But realistically, they haven't had much spotlight at all, like, in this yeah. season. But, but this group has shown that, like, a lot of times that doesn't even, even matter. matter. <laughs> <laughs> they say, oh, you're from my favorite anime? Bet. <laughs> Basically, because, I mean, I'm, I'm a little biased, but, uh, I mean, I, I still think... Uh, uh, Echidna should have won uh, best girl in the mm-hmm. summer poll. She she finished second still, but team done it, baby. Yeah, Sorry. Uh, I definitely see Maki from Fire Force getting top three at least. Oh yeah. Well, Wait. actually, yeah. So, so Maki Maki won't be eligible. Oh, it was the last four. Oh, yeah, correct. And oh, her man. moment was this season. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Wait, oh damn, Samuel! So, I'm sure we're going to get people in the comments of the poll asking about that. Yeah, <laughs> but so yeah, where's Maki? <laughs> uh, I think, like, if, if it goes how I would hope it would go, which means it probably won't. But mm-hmm. <laughs> for, for, this, for this season, I feel like I feel like Elena from Wandering Witch probably should. Win. Oh, she should win. I love her she is awesome good point she should but um i'm looking at the list because uh, the only other competitors of course jjk um tony kaku i doubt people will be wait you already said no fire force i forgot um tony kaku maybe um over the moon my bad <laughs> oh yeah the Suka- sukasa uh, yeah mm-hmm because yeah. that anime was pretty popular, so probably her. Um, I doubt anybody from One Million oh, and on One Million Lives. You know, I bet um, uh, Yashihimi 
girls will do. Oh yes. Um, what's her name? Inuyasha kid. Yeah. She. Yeah, she's, she's definitely great. getting there. Um, uh, maybe Swindler from Akudama. I doubt Nana. Nana is not getting it. Swindler um, will probably, and and this character won't win, but but Yuna from uh, Kuma 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 Bear will, will get votes, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, Great Pretender. Was that technically? Since Netflix did that nice little split. Yeah. Was that technically I think, winter? I think I forgot... I forgot about it in a previous uh, poll, so I think I'll. I'll <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to keep track with these shows mm-hmm. that aren't uh, included in like the seasonal slate. Yeah, they're not simulcast, uh, so it's hard to keep track of sometimes. But uh, I think uh, the Great Pretender will be included. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, Dorothy yeah. too. Dorf, uh, Dorothy, but I was thinking about the other one. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember. Yeah, I feel like she had a bigger presence in the show overall. Granted, yeah. Dorothy is a great character. Don't get me wrong. But I think the other one, she's... People gravitate to her more. Yeah. I think so, too. Um, yeah, guys, I mean, yeah... Gojo's gonna win. Um, yeah, um, Itadori is gonna get there too. <laughs> um, of well, course, someone's gonna be like, "Hey, what about Asta? Asta's not. He doesn't go there. Just yeah. <laughs> man, <laughs> where's <fuck> Aaron? <laughs> where's <laughs> Aaron? Aaron hasn't done shit this whole yet. So right. chill with Aaron. <laughs> Aaron's been kind of a buckle this season. <laughs> um, I doubt Bell's getting voted. Um, Bell was kind of cool, but he was also in that. Yeah. <laughs> this was the first time we saw Bell take a definitive loss. I mm-hmm. doubt people are going to. Everybody's all like celebrating the fact that he got beat <laughs> up by a bull that's freaking four levels ahead of him and stuff. Like, oh, yeah, it's great. He lost. And I'm like, man, you know what? Just do that to overcome to even be able to fight that bull. But it's, it is what it is, you know. But I doubt he'll, I doubt he'll get many votes. If. I don't know. They wasn't in the dungeon. They wasn't in the dungeon with Bell. They weren't in the dungeon, (laughs) and they weren't getting, like, their statuses updated at all this season. Like, all that crap they went through, and nobody got their status updated. So, like, next season, everybody's probably going to be, like, almost a whole nother level higher than what they are the last time we saw them. So, it's just, like, it, it it really hurt to watch my mans take that L, but he needed it. He needed it. You know what I'm saying? I love how... Nemo let me um, get the connection between the Minotaur. Um, what's his name? Atorius or something like Asterius, that? Asterius, yeah. Yeah, Um, Noticing that when the lizard dude was like, yeah, we got this new newcomer. And I found out it was a Minotaur. I was like, oh, yeah, it's definitely that guy who fought Bell, right? And it was funny because I don't remember him running away season one. I thought he died. So I don't even know why I even made that connection. Oh, now I remember. Well, no, he didn't. I did he thought did. he died. He didn't but... run away from Bell. He did die. Bell killed him in the first interaction, but he ran away. What happened was he ran into Otaro in the dungeon. And when he saw Otaro, his intelligence mm-hmm. told him that Otaro was way too high level and that he would kill him if he fought him. And when mm-hmm. Otaro saw that, he was like, oh, shit, this monster's super strong and he's got intelligence. 
I'm going to give him this sword and I'm going to send him on this secret mission. So basically, that's what I was saying. In the oh, post. wait. I thought that happened before the Bell fight. That did happen before the Bell fight. Otaro, oh, yeah. And then Bell. Yeah. We're talking about season the, one still, right? Yeah, I'm talking about season yeah. one. Okay. And yeah. then, as we see, Otaro set up this fight, too. I mean, he threw the sword into the middle of the match when Asterios and Bell were clashing together. And he even pointed Asterios towards Bell. Like, what you're yeah. seeking is right behind, right around the corner. You know, like, is is very, like, sort of, like, secret mentor type mm-hmm. of deal with Otaro and Asterios. But is is the, all the way everybody's stories intermingle is, is always... Ever since I've gotten into this story, it's really fascinated me. And, yeah, uh, but the moment that um, I forgot and I got mixed up with that was when uh, Nix, that's his name, right? Nix, the guy who died, or Dix, or something, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, when he said that he let a creature disappear, um, run away from there before, right? It was like hunting a minotaur, but it, it escaped them. I was like, oh, that's probably the Minotaur that attacked Bell, <laughs> episode one. Because <laughs> well, yeah. it was like, uh, why he was in um, higher floors to begin with, because he was supposed to be like like floor 19 stuff, but he was in like floor four or whatever, right? Or something like that. Yeah, and we talked, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember you actually bringing that up. And we thought, yeah. And we thought it was Valen was her face, <laughs> but um, it wasn't her fault. It was dicks just smuggling monsters. <laughs> yeah, even that, even the connection with dicks, like it, it goes back to season one because mm-hmm. if you remember when Lily Ruka went back to uh, Soma's Familia and the dude is second in charge, he was all like, oh, I got this new business venture. I'm just going to need you to help me lure these monsters in the trap so we can sell them off for big money. That's what he was mm-hmm. talking about. He was talking about helping Dixon them. So, yeah. like, everything, like, is connected in some weird, offhand, mundane-seeming way. But then, like, when you put it together, it's like, oh, my God, y'all was working together this whole time. So, yeah, no, I, I really like it. And then... Of course, the characters, Aisha is probably my favorite, but she's just been taking a lot of L's lately. Mm-hmm. Oh, everybody was catching L's, though. <laughs> everybody caught sad. L's this season. Everybody caught L's. But I think it was needed, because I don't think Bill ever mm-hmm. lost when something really important was on the line. And mm-hmm. what, what was on the, on the line this time was, I don't know, I guess his pride as an adventurer, and he really wanted to win. You can see it. In his face mm-hmm. after he lost, he really wanted to win, and he lost. So that's I like why how that's people gonna, that's gonna motivate him. I like how people was like, "Yeah, um, Bell got nerfed this whole season. He was supposed to be super strong. He got the super fast growth thing." And I was like, "Guys, um, <laughs> I don't everything know noticed, he's but... <laughs> fought is like twice his level this season. That's what nobody's taking into account. Everything he's yeah. fought is like twice his level. So it's not and... even like." It's not even been fair at any point. Mm-hmm. Even even Leto, when they met in the dungeon for the first time, was a higher level than Bell. So it's just yeah. like... <laughs> it's and these past two seasons, he's like been trying to save people. He hasn't been grinding like he did season one. So it's like this fast growth thing it doesn't mean much if you're not farming, you know? <laughs> yeah, and we didn't hit the dungeon at all this season. But yeah. next season, when it gets animated, they spend a lot of time in the dungeon and this mm-hmm. wave at the 20th floor and man shit gets hairy yeah it's they just um, confirm a OVA didn't they that was gonna take part in season 3 
I'm not sure. I, I have to. Yeah, I, I saw it there um, oh, okay. on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely check that out, man. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, most likely High Dove, um, High Dive should uh, mm-hmm. get the rights for that because they have like what the movies, the other OVAs, like they got a lot of Damashi series. Yeah, they got. So sword they're probably gonna pick this up. So they should mm-hmm. get it. I, I I could probably catch it on High Dive. But yeah, Bill probably won't won't get on the list. But I think I think there might be two surprise people that pop up on the list somewhere. And that's Moriarty and Sherlock. Mm-hmm. I don't know. People might not be talking about it in the group, but I think people are watching Moriarty and I think they're gonna show up on this in some kind of form. I don't know. I'm not a psychic or nothing. I just got a feeling mm-hmm. a hunch. I think it. for surprise guesses, um those two guys in Tanalis Nana might appear. Oh, possibly. Yeah, I I, I like the, the dude with the glasses. I forgot his name, but he has all, everybody's powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like his character for sure. He said he got everybody powers? Well, he could... Not everybody. I'm, I, I said that wrong. Um, he could copy people powers. Oh. That's what it was. Yeah. That's, but, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. This uh this season's kind of interesting because um most of the heavy hitting the more popular shows are um very female uh have a female dominant or mostly female cast. Mm-hmm. Um Adachi and Samura, uh Yashihime, um shoot, my mind just oh Wandering Witch, um I'm missing some. I mean, sport climbing girls, uh, Kuma 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 Bear. Uh, lots of good shows with mostly female cast. So, so the uh, the the best um, male character one, e- even though the winner is already in hand, uh, I feel like just because the series features so many male characters uh, prominently early on, like. I mean, we'll probably cap the number of uh, characters for one show uh, at five, and we would probably put the top, the top, like the most notable Jujutsu Kaisen guys in. And I could see the five that we choose all uh, taking up the top ten, basically, because I mean, if you think about it, Yuji, uh, Megumi. Uh, uh, Gojo, uh, Sakuna, um, Mahito, um, Todo, uh, there's Nanami. There's so many uh, kind of interesting characters from just one show that uh, grab people's attention. So it'll be is interesting. Is really going to be an option? What was that? Is, it, is Mahito really going to be an option? Uh <laughs> You know, they hate toxic, you know his toxic ass gonna be an option. <laughs> Girls gonna fall all over the church be both for Mahito. You already know. What? He's not even a pretty looking. <laughs> I mean, he's got yeah, he's he's got the whole Frank. It's a long hair, man. The, the long, long hair, man. I'm telling you, he's gonna kill him, man. He's stitched up and he got he's showing a little shoulder, <laughs> showing a little shoulder too. He don't give a damn about killing people. You know, man. That's a that's a deadly combo right there. <laughs> You yeah. got the bishy, you got the Frank and Bishy looks. <laughs> it's over with. I mean, like 
there's art. There's already fan art of the nigga. So yeah, <laughs> it's it's some characters you can look at and be like, yeah, I know girls dig him. Like, yeah, like like gang orca. I mean, they already got gifts of him licking his tongue. It's over. It's over. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I will never forget that uh, that day in, in band where it seemed like almost the entire group was thirsting over gang orca. That was something. <laughs> that was a whale of a time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to say that. It was right there. I had to take it. No, understandable. If you wouldn't have taken it, I would have taken it. So Fair. <laughs> I mean, y'all, y'all see the cornball and shit I post in the group, so I can't hold nothing against nothing. You, so you good, okay. man. Well, do you guys it's think okay. definitely has best male character uh, on lock? Um, and it's so popular in the group. Do you think that it's pretty much a lock for uh, anime of the season? Best anime? I was just going to say, yeah. I mean... Just it's that popularity thing too. Like some people who may not, may or may not be as familiar with the series, are just going to recognize it and know that everybody else is talking about it, and so they're going to vote for it too. And that's what's going to kind of give it that proximity and all that. Exactly, word of mouth, power suggestion, whatever, whatever you want to call it. I I think that's going to definitely bolster it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard to say like what it's like direct competition would be i mean i feel like wandering witch should finish pretty strong i mean i know we talk about uh, like visibility um yasha hime should probably do good business too i think uh akudama drive honestly i feel like for an anime like original series um i found it to be really interesting i'm not caught up yet but uh, it's definitely it's like a Tarantino flick. Yeah, it's definitely. I told somebody it's like uh, Fast and Furious, super awesome That's... action, but plot. Eh, it's all right. Yeah. It's, it's a little lame. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool to see um, if if the polls really do turn out to be uh, the Jujutsu Kaisen Awards or not. Man, I don't know about you guys, but. I feel like dropping uh, the day I become God. Eleven episodes in, and I'm like, I can't finish this. <laughs> so I'm I'm two episodes behind. I haven't caught up yet. Like I'm right up to the point where I know the sh- the shoe is gonna drop. Uh, mm-hmm. Which will probably be sad. I feel like I feel like Maida didn't do himself any fav- favors by. Hyping it up to be the saddest uh, <laughs> anime of all time. Uh, I was like, come on. Like, it shouldn't take you 12 episodes to finally get sad, you know? Like, Angel Beat was sad at episode eight, and that hit hard, you know? Well, like, I mean, episode five, that that was... For that me, hit- that was heartwarming, but it wasn't sad, for me, at least. And that's mainly because it was kind of similar to Violet Evergarden, in my opinion. You know, the, um, the, the letter from the mother when she was like, 
writing the letter to her kid before she died from her cancer. And every year the daughter was opening up those letters. It's like, all right, you should be 10 now. You should be 11. You should be 12. And we were seeing that, you know? It was like, that was like, oof. It reminded me of uh, uh, the uh, Firmino arc from uh, We We Never Learn. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That up was pretty much identical where... um, I mean, I guess in that one, the dad didn't even, like, know about it, but, like, mm-hmm. both of the fathers were kind of the... <laughs> and uh, the video really, like, set them free, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But um, In a way, yeah, that's kind of the same, because both of their dads was, like, pretty much ignoring their kids, you know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. the dad in We Never Learned was a little bit worse, because didn't he, like, slap her or something like that? I yeah, mean, I think I'm not. Know. He was depressed. Not that that yeah. any right. He was, that, yeah, he was in a bad, uh, mm-hmm. bad place. Whereas the other dad, he just didn't leave the house unless he's going to the convenience store. So that was just more like an neglecting. But like both was like, yeah, yeah. Um, I I like it. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the animation's good. The comedic bits mm-hmm. are really good. I think it's funny that he, Yota uh, kind of has a like little like mini like harem. Oh yeah, yeah, including, yeah. including like a grown like woman who's at least like <laughs> early twenties, if not older. Oh yeah, it's like <laughs> he just like calls her and like she like comes over to hang out with like all like like his his friends who are like mostly like young teens and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she just rose with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was one part where, like, they're all just, like, sitting in this room, I think. I thought that was kind mm-hmm. of... I like how her bodyguard is always just looking pissed, like, bro, I'm really in this 16-year-old house. Like, what the, what's happening right now? <laughs> right, yeah. No, I, I like it. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. where I would put it with his other stuff, but I don't, I don't think it's... I don't think it's bad, but... Yeah, wow. same here. I just wish he didn't label it as the saddest anime, you know? If he would have just said, this is just a regular anime with some sad scenes, I would have been happy. I would have been happy right now <laughs> watching it. But it's the anticipation of he hyped it so much. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to give you the benefit of doubt. But I'm on episode 11, and I'm not feeling it like that. Well, I'm just feeling it of this is a good slice of life series. Yeah. With a nice little twist. I mean, it's not... That's all it is. So far, I mean, the, I guess the the last episode or whatever can make me bawl my eyes out. But uh, so far... Um, I'll try it. So far, I'm liking it. Like, it's... Like, mm-hmm. But is it is it Grave of the Fireflies? Not, no. I wouldn't say so. But we still have one last episode, right? So maybe they could change that. Because <laughs> that's how... Anohana was for me. I think I said that in a group, right? Where I was like, it took episode 12 to make me go, oh, this is sad. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that show should get votes. Um, I think uh, quite a few sh- series will probably get a good number, but um, I just feel like the visibility uh, of Jujutsu Kaisen will probably just be too much to... Uh, any other show to overcome Mm -hmm. 
Um, but um, yeah, I think I think that about uh, does it for uh, uh, this week's episode. Did you guys have any uh, uh, any like anime or manga you wanted to to plug before we uh, wrap things up here? Go I'm good. I'm good. Wait, wait. Uh, Shit, I do have something to plug. <laughs> wait, I do wait. have something. I'm trying to think and scroll and do some other. Stuff. Hold on, read Sakamoto days. It's only five chapters. Yeah. Uh, really fun uh, slice of life uh, action action series. It's a nice blend of of uh, a little bit of everything, honestly. Uh, lots of slick action. Um, really cool uh, uh, dynamic duo for a, for a main cast, uh, and it manages to be pretty wholesome too. Um, it's uh, Shonen Jump's latest series. Uh, it's only five chapters in. Uh, I hope it makes it through the initial gauntlet um, and lives long enough to get an anime adaptation because I think a Sakamoto Day's anime would be kick-ass for sure. My recommendation is on the Manga Plus app. Um, Hokkaido gals are super adorable. Man. That is a great series. Um, nice little harem rom-com. Are they actually super adorable? They're super adorable. And the way they draw in this, oh, oof. <laughs> and you can't hate any of the girls. Like, you want one of the guys to go for the main girl, but at the same time, it's like, hey, bro, if you want to make that little harem, go for it, man. <laughs> That's cool. And it's super um, informative. Like, they literally tell you, like, the day-to-day life of living in Hokkaido and give you, like, nice little tidbits on, hey, this is the slang they use. This is um, how long their summer breaks are and stuff like that, you know, or how cold it would get, um, how much snow piles up on average, stuff like that. It's, like, very nice, like, oh, that's a nice little tidbit. Yeah, I even think they had a special chapter in uh, um, Weekly Shonen Jump like uh, a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the Easter eggs that they have is amazing to me. <laughs> Not only do they have like a Switch and Super Smash Bros, but the Super Smash characters is pretty much all the Shonen Jump characters. <laughs> so it's like Jump Force, but play style as super smash brothers and the characters are addicted to it (laughs) that's funny um i don't really have a plug this week but um i just take i'd like to take a moment just to say uh it's been cool as hell talking to everybody on the don mocky posts on um on sundays man like you guys really made me like go digging into the lore of the stories way more than i ever thought i'd be and and i'm i feel I feel uh, accomplished for have done so and being able to help you guys along with the story, those of you who've been interested and everybody who participates in a, a member appreciation Monday post, man, shout out to all you guys, man, for real, for real help. Thank you for helping me start off the week with a bunch of positivity. Y'all have no idea how much that means, but that's all. Appreciate y'all. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you've, um, uh, ascended to the status of a uh, light novel nigga, haven't you? Uh, 
You've been there. Somewhat. As of right now, I own 33 light novels. I've read to completion 20 of them. So I have 13 unread. Yes, I I think I call myself a light novel reader now. (laughs) You you are. He is. Once you complete one, it's inevitably complete more. (laughs) Yeah. There, there's definitely been times where I've been scrolling down my Kindle app, like maybe I need to slow down, and then that little ding goes off, like, "Oh, you like Fujinoto Omori? Here's a book you might like." And I'm like, "You were right," and I buy it. So I need to stop doing that. But <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it done. I'm gonna get it done. I'm having fun. That's the most important thing. Yeah, and I mean, it's cool for like a, you know, a light novel adapt anime adaptation. Which a lot, a lot of them can be good, but it's just so cool to uh, explore the the source material of some of those series, like like a Dan Maki, and just see, you know, as good as a good as good a job as the anime does. I mean, the the light novels just add like layers of detail that uh, you just don't you just aren't able to get uh, from the anime. From twenty two minutes and forty seven seconds of an animation, yeah, it, it, it's rough. And I did, I did go searching through the novels and stuff every week, try to find like poignant stuff that they didn't show that I thought was really cool and interconnecting and stuff for you guys. So I appreciate everybody, Seku, Danique, everybody else, all y'all, man, y'all, y'all the real ones, y'all true MVPs. This is this is the wholesomeness. Uh, oh my god. Wholesomeness. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, man. We 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 appreciate you. Yeah, true, true. Uh Danique, did you have anything to plug? Uh no. No. I haven't really been keeping track of future stuff. I probably should. <laughs> that might be nice. Um, I say it's like, you know, you said a bunch like, you, it might have been you who was posting all these new ones that are getting animes, like the, what was the one? Uh, like, um, uh, one anime that's coming from the shoujo. It's about the... Oh, the, the, the guy who's, who likes that girl, so he, like, kidnaps those uh, guys for her? Yeah, that one. I'm looking for that one. <laughs> uh, what? You can't actually get girls. Yeah, hold on. I need to find. I need to find the post. Uh, but uh, yeah, there, there's been lots of announcements uh, the past few days, mostly mostly because of uh, uh, Jump Festa. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking up the the name of that one. That did look that did look interesting because. It it was a, a, a Jose manga, um, which you don't really see t- too much of those, and it's even more rare to see a uh, uh, Jose manga get uh, get an anime adaptation. So uh, that was just really cool. Oh yeah, here we go. Love of Kill. Yeah. And uh, this is the synopsis. The silent and stoic Chateau Dankworth is a bounty hunter. 
her target, Son, Son Riangha, a notorious killer known for killing 18 high-class officials in a single night. To this day, his murders remain swift, efficient, and bloody. However, as Son Riangha overpowered <laughs> Chateau in her, their first encounter, he reveals his own intentions. He, too, is after her, aiming for her heart. And so, yeah, this guy, <laughs> this, like, serial killer, like, uh, offers her gifts in the form of, like, the the uh, bounty she's after. <laughs> um, and it's like a, it's like a romance, uh, like, action, action series that could be really cool uh, adapted in the anime. So definitely one to look forward to. Shadow's House is another cool, uh, cool series that's coming out um, that folks should uh, um, be on the lookout for. Um, it's a kind of a supernatural uh, seinen mysteries series. Um, and the anime is uh, produced by Cloverworks. So a great studio there. Um, the synopsis for that one is uh, faceless shadow nobles living in a vast mansion attended by living dolls who spend much of their time cleaning up the soot endlessly emitted by their mysterious masters follow the story of Emiliko, a young and cheerful living doll as she learns her duties serving as the attendant for Kate Shadow Sama so yeah, the trailer uh, just dropped for that one, and it looks super interesting. Um, so if you're a fan of mysteries slash like horror supernatural shows, you should definitely give give that one uh, a watch when it comes out next year. Well, perfect. Well, everyone, uh, thanks so much for uh, uh, listening listening to our endless banter here. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, we enjoy doing this. That's a good anime title. And endless banter. Yes. <laughs> Would it be like a like a like talk show, like a slice of life, like talk show anime? Yes. Though the cynic in me has a the voice of a producer in his head saying, "Make that shit an isekai." As terrible as that would be. <laughs> Endless banter in another world. Yeah. What is it? Uh, podcasters uh, have it easy in another world. My podcaster is a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would definitely read that light novel or watch that anime. That just reminded me of <laughs> there's going to be another Insekai anime where someone's going to get hit by a truck and get reincarnated in another world. I'm like, God. <laughs> oh, is, that, just, is that how the guy dies in a jobless reincarnation? I think so. Because um, I know there's multiple Insekai, but there's one where the guy literally just gets hit by a truck. And then he, get, he has to like it, it, it might not be jobless because I think the plot is that he like you. We see him as viewers grow up, you know. And I don't think he has his memories of the previous world at that, you know. But yeah, that, that's gonna be an interesting. Watch. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it's interesting. The market is so saturated. (laughs) For a lot of the famous, uh, like, light novels that we see, um, they were, a lot of them were originally, like, web novels that you could, um, like, upload to, like, websites for free. Um, Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what uh, Tape Nagatsuki did with ReZero. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure overlords writer did the same thing so yeah like when you have a service like that where you can for free and like so many writers are creating accounts and stuff you really have to figure out like a unique uh angle like to really hook hook readers in so like like the the titles of the series just kind of get more and more uh redonkulous i just did the google he was right it's it's the jobless thing whenever i saw it initially i only saw the japanese name so i didn't of course i can't translate it myself (laughs) so i was like is it the jobless thing i'm not sure but yeah it is it is (laughs) and speaking of that i mean uh jobless reincarnation definitely a show you'll want to watch um, Mm -hmm. in one for winter anime in a few weeks definitely definitely check that one out but uh yeah it's like i think they just released the uh licensed english version of uh buck naked in another world oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. what happened i'm sorry it was you that (laughs) introduced me to that but yeah (laughs) That one, it's a, it's a guy, the guy, the guy is like summoned to, to this new world and he, he's naked. He has no clothes. He, no clothes. he has no money. Uh, so naked and afraid. Yeah. version. Yeah. Oh and my basically God. like he finds like a town and kind of works his way up the, the social ladder and, uh, earns, uh, clothing articles along the way. So, <laughs> you want clothes? Well, you better work. <laughs> Imagine you get isekai as as Dobby, my nigga. That's that's fucked up. Damn, you gotta earn clothes. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! Oh man, that's why I'm gonna check that one out just out of curiosity. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to say the at least the first volume is out. Maybe the the second I'm one. Check, yeah, I'm a diff- well, thanks. See, I, I I go in the same podcast. We're saying I need to stop buying stuff. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that? Oh yeah, I'm gonna go check that out. So we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. You'll have to update us uh, uh, next time we meet. We'll sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, I definitely <laughs> keep you guys in the loop. Is how far down the rabbit hole I've fallen. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, awesome. I mean, uh, thanks everyone for, uh, tuning in. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, on behalf of the, uh, uh, black Aminers ad mod team. Um, thanks so much for listening guys. And, uh, we'll catch you next week. Peace, peace. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Uh-